What's going on, Button Mashers? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kitty Duvall. And welcome to episode 57 of SBR Reports. Money doesn't make the world go round, but... I mean, it makes my world go round. Well, yes. I mean, money can buy you the second best, the second best thing in the world. Whatever that is. Friendship? Friendship is magic. It's expensive. But, anyway, <laughs> let's begin. So... First, we have PUBG introducing a training mode that goes beyond a shooting range. Uh, as reported from Uplas.oo, uh, not to be confused with Out of Office or the Oob, um, apparently it is a map that includes a variety of different things that anyone playing PUBG will encounter. Think of it as a better way, think of it as a way for you to get better in the game without you having to constantly. <laughs> What else are you having to constantly lose? Maybe at the end of it, you might indeed get that chicken dinner. Um, I remember I f bought the game, played like three matches, and was like, yeah, okay, I'm done. Um, I don't know if Mr. Vall plays PUBG. Do you play PUBG at all? Okay, Mr. Gamer, I'm going <laughs> to answer that question with another question. Have you ever seen me willingly pick up a suitor? Hmm. Have you? Okay, no. All I, right, then. No, but I do imagine you trying to play Splatoon. <sighs> Only if we get like 500 people asking. Okay. But, so, um, they have a few things like a, we have a pyramid-esque sort of structure. Um, we have what seems to be a special loop that you would see in like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4? It's a loop-de-loop. -loop. Yeah, loop-de-loop. -loop. Uh, sure. Um, there is Jump School, where essentially you are jumping out of the plane like you typically do in PUBG, except you're trying to land on the target. This is part of an initiative called Fix PUBG, where the developers of the game lay out a roadmap towards improving the game's performance, matchmating, cheating, and general quality of life issues. The aim is to develop PUBG into a quote, better, more stable, and fairer game. And also, let's try to get back into the limelight because Fortnite is totally overshowering us because do you see PUBG being asked to be on a phone or do you see Fortnite? But it's okay because I'm not actually why covering a you, Fortnite story, so it's completely fine. Why are fine. you petty? I'm not being petty. I'm just pointing out facts. All right, then. I mean, I guess. Right? Well, here's another fact. Um... What are they called? Ubisoft? Yes, Ubisoft are also also known as sandboxes. So many sandboxes. <laughs> well, apparently they're going to leave their biggest money grab cash in the dust for 2019. What? I am... Oh, Assassin's oh. Creed will not have a game apparently next year. And you know what? That's fine. Uh, according to them, they are focusing on other things, uh, such as Odyssey with lots of content coming um, this was said by uh, Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemont. Now, I am completely fine with them not making any more Assassin's Creed. As a matter of fact, if Ubisoft could make sandboxes but better. I, I definitely see the formula that Ubisoft likes to go with their sandboxes. Um, every single Fallout game and even Assassin's Creed is basically... Here's a big box. We're going to throw some sand in it with some stuff for you to do. Whole lot of stuff for you to collect. But more importantly, uh, go to this tower and then boom, you have all the map. Now, some would argue that that's not necessarily organic, but I would say that it is a tried and true and tired formula. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm done. 
I'm mm. I'm definitely done with that. You're over it. I am so over it. And something that I don't think I'm going to be able to get over quite so soon is the fact that we're going to be getting a video game turned into a movie. Again? Yes, again. But it's going to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Featuring Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm not okay with this. No, please. So, I'm just... Okay. So, as reported on GameStop.com, Paramount, which is producing the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie featuring Jim Carrey, is developing the Monument Valley film. Patrick Osborne, who won an Oscar for his 2014 animated short film Feast, is set to direct it. According to Deadline, the Monument Valley film will send contemporary live-action characters into the game's extraordinarily mend-bending world. I'm I'm almost certain that that was a typo and that was supposed to be mind-bending. So are we going to get the mask or Looney or Space Jam again? Okay. Is this what's but, happening? Because I don't want that. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Which Sonic, okay, which Sonic and which Sonic universe are they going to be pulling from? Because there's Sonic 06, mm-hmm. there's... Um, Sonic Unleashed. Oh, God. You have all the stupid spinoffs. Sonic in the Secret Rings. Sonic uh. in the Black Knight. You, are you going to go with Sonic Mania? Uh. Are, are you going to go with Sonic Forces? Okay, but since it's a movie adaptation, they're going to probably make their own plot line. But it's Sonic. How far else can you go from... It, it's okay... It's a little bit more varied than Mario, where Bowser steals Peach, Mario goes get Peach. It's Sonic... The Sonic things? Goes fast. That's just kind of what he's known for, going um, fast. Like, how how much could they... I promise you, uh... it's probably going to be one of those. I'm Sonic. I'm an adult who doesn't like fun. Let's have fun! Okay, wait, 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 wait. I know exactly what they need to base the movie off of. Sonic Boom. Go home. Get out. They need to do it. Okay, anyone who's listening, please go to Hulu or go use your friends Hulu. We know that you do. Just watch Sonic Boom. You will love it. You, you, it's going to be, it's so bad. It's good. And then it's just going to be even better. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. You will love it. So is it going to be live action? Uh, now, here's the thing. They were going to send contemporary live-action characters into the game's extra extraordinary, I'm going to say mind, because I'm pretty sure the author meant mind, bending world. So, yes? No, I'm not okay with this. That's Space Jam. That's Space Jam. Hmm. That's Space Jam. Hmm. I'm not okay with this. I, I We're not watching it. We're totally watching that. Oh god, you don't pay me enough for this. Well, you know who well, man, you just you seem to be really doing really well with those transitions because uh there's another thing that you well actually there's something you won't even be able to pay for. So Amazon officially axes their ad-free viewing on Twitch and the Prime discounts on games. That's so petty, given that Best Buy and GameStop just stopped doing their gaming deals. And this, it it hurts. I, I really want someone to pick up these consumers, but let's kind of explain what you won't be getting. Today, Amazon has announced that Twitch Prime and Amazon Prime are changing some of their offers. 
First, no more ad-free viewing with your Twitch Prime subscription. Then why do I have it? Because you still want to get the content that they have been giving you, which according to them is over 1000 US dollars worth of games and Luda alone this year. And what they need to supplement that is the fact that they need to include ads with it. So you still get viewing, just not ad free on top of the fact that you will still be getting your free games and loot. But here's the part that here's the only part of this I actually cared about. The 20% off on all pre-orders through the Amazon market is over. They revealed this change in an official email saying that when you pre-order a game, instead, you're going to get $10 in Amazon credit, which is just about 20% off. But here's the kicker. It's only good for 60 days and it can only be used on select video games shipped by Amazon or Amazon Digital Services. So that means that Essentially, you have a specific timeline to use that specific sort of credit, and it can only be from an Amazon product, not any third party, not by, you know, Joe Schmo or, or anything like that. So I am I'm that was where I was hoping to go, but it doesn't really seem as if that's going to be an option. And I am I'm I'm honestly Anyone who's listening, please, I I originally even got my Gamers Club, the, the, the Gamers Club unlocked because of that deal. It made me want to go in and, and purchase those games. Now, I realize that on the other side, the developers of these video games need to make their money too. And oh boy, we're going to be talking about that later. But as for the consumer, especially Amazon, which is huge... Why take away the 20% on, off of pre-orders? Like, I get, you want to add ads on your videos. Fine. I do my best to avoid ads. I have a Hulu subscription and I just can't stand commercials. But the fact that we have, the fact that now that 20% off on all pre-orders is gone, it's like, so I guess. Well, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really kind of it. Why am I spending money with you? Yeah, when I could just, I mean... Because now everybody's back on the same playing field. So what are you offering that I actually care about? Not to mention, unless Amazon gets some sort of brick and mortar thing, I could, as much as I don't like it, could continue to go to Best Buy and not get a deal or go to GameStop and not get a deal because those are brick and mortar stores where I could just walk in and go and get the thing. And I have to pay shipping and handling. Right? I don't have to worry about, oh, you know, the... I have to watch my language. The little children across the street stole my package. <laughs> you know? Uh, hmm. Mm. So, you'll still be able to... So, just, uh, just a quick FYI. So, the universal ad viewing is no longer going to be a part of Twitch Prime members for new members starting September 14th. And those with monthly subscriptions will still be able to have their ad viewing until October 15th. So, it's not, you know nixing it right now but it's definitely unfortunately it, it, it's soon to be going and maybe maybe someone will come out of the woodwork because let's see we gamefly's gone let's see yeah so gamefly's gone um gamestop tower pass thing that was a bust i guess there's still game pass but that doesn't provide you any pre-order the gamers club unlock is soon to be ending amazon just ended their thing and Correct me if I'm wrong, I think that's a 
about it. Yep. So I guess they're banking on people being lazy. Well, I think at this point, they are saying that we need more money to do what we want to do for you. We had given this to you for free for this long. And now we need to we, we need to try to get our money back. So so there we go. Now, oh boy. Oh. Speaking of money, the oh legendary video game designer who created Super Mario and Donkey Kong. Love him. Has a word of advice for today's industry. Stop nickel and diming the users. Even though this is hilarious coming from Nintendo. Okay, now. All not right. him in particular, not Miyamoto in particular. Okay, okay. I'm talking about Nintendo. <laughs> yes, I mean. Hey, uh, just a quick FYI, the online subscription service will be coming soon, so be sure to get that, especially if you're playing Splatoon. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. So, Miyamoto stated, We are lucky to have such a giant market, so our thinking is, if we can deliver games at reasonable prices to as many people as possible, we will see big profits. Now, now... It's the article from Bloomberg states that Miyamoto's criticism comes as the free-to-play model, including loot boxes and microtransactions, oh man, don't say that too loud, drives record profits. Instead of charging an upfront one-time fee, publishers are increasing are increasingly giving games away or selling them at discounted prices and then nudging the players to continually buy in and buy in-game products such as virtual outfits or encouraging them to bet money on winning rare items. The revenue model is especially common among mobile and personal computer games. This this reminds me of, reminded me of Guy Online and going out my way to buy certain items. Man, you know what? I actually spent money. So I had bought the Cartoon Network game Attack of the Light. One-time purchase. Awesome. There's a free game in the Google Play Store that I play called Crash Fever. And I actually spent money on that game. But I it's actually a fun game that I had been enjoying for a very long time. So I felt like, okay, I played this for like over a year and a half. I could put some money into it. So I guess I can see how, I, I can see it definitely where they make their money. Um, the Bloomberg article continues stating proponents of the free to play model say that it increases the longevity of individual titles and creates more predictable businesses, which attracts investors and boosts employment. Ugh. But but opponents say it stuns creativity in gaming and promotes gambling-like behavior, True. Which, which resulted in lawmakers in Belgium and the Netherlands banning loot boxes this year. And that's actually true. Like, I can't tell you how mad I would get if I actually spent money on something and I did not get the item I was looking for. Right, you, you can spend money to get a chance. And we had recently talked about um, with a specific game, CSGO. Now you'll know what you'll have a chance to get within those loot boxes. Obviously, it's not guaranteed that you'll actually get it, but at least you know what it is. Now, also keep in mind that the odds of each individual item aren't going to be shown. It's just going to tell you what you have a chance to get. Um, Miyamoto stated that, I can't say our fixed cost model has really been a success. 
but we're going to continue pushing forward until it becomes entrenched. That way, everyone can develop games in a comfortable environment. By focus on bringing games to the widest range of people possible, we can continue boosting our mobile game business. And the article does point out this is this comes after two years from the Nintendo unveiled Super Mario Run. Which, you know, was great. It, it wasn't. For what it was. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was great. It was good. I'm, I'm not going I'm, <laughs> to I'm not gonna call it great. I'm going to say it was good. And then it was Pirates of Kingdom Come. And so, like, and that one did charge a flat fee, which people criticize as being too expensive. But if they're not going to charge in-game stuff, it makes sense. Hey, pay $10, get this game. But that game better be freaking good and right like goddamn runner yeah um agreed i i can definitely see the criticism there considering the fact that but sorry no go ahead but then the other game that i was really had high hopes for Ooh, yeah but and it is fun it's just that i have to spend money to keep myself entertained and i don't want to do that now and what that's if, an animal crossing pocket cam game so well, um, well, refresh my and our listeners' memory. So, with Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, you say that you have to spend money to keep yourself entertained? Well, okay, so, like, at the beginning, when it first launched, they gave you so many of those, uh... Leaf bucks? Leaflets? Whatever? Whatever. Tom Nook's currency, essentially. The, the, basically, you had, you had blah, 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 blah amount yeah. of premium currency. Yeah, it was pretty much. That's essentially what it was. Mm-hmm. And after a while, let's say you keep using it, you're going to blow through it because things in game are expensive. So if you're down to five, but you really want to finish making one item because you want to move on to the next item and you know how I am when I get into something, I'm very linear thinking. I want this to be done so I can do this. And these things take forever to build. Oh, man. So, you know, then I'm like, do I want to spend that five dollars to get an extra 50 tickets or leaf tickets that's what they're called leaf tickets thank you or do i just wait the 20 20 hours or whatever it probably wasn't that long but still no and i i could definitely see the see see the criticism there how well i mean it's like you can continue or you could wait and or you can use these diamonds you can use these mafia bucks or whatever and (laughs) that was a throwback man how oh goodness i feel so old farmville uh anyway so it's also of note that Nintendo will soon roll out two more mobile games. Dragalia Lost is slated to debut soon. And also Mario Kart Tour, which is going to be released by March of next year. I am really curious how exactly they're going to be playing Mario Kart Tour. Because here's the thing. We, have already, we already have a lot of tracks. So are you going to make it to where you can only participate in a certain amount of races at once and then you have to wait until you want until you want to race again or are they going to do the Super Mario run thing and do a flat rate? Yes. Now, depending on how depending on how obviously just similar to Super Mario run, depending on how they do the first Let's just say pre, because every single every single pre is four tracks. So the first four tracks and how that goes, I'm curious to see how that plays out. But then again, I have to think to myself, 
Why would I get Mario Kart Tour from my phone when I have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on my Switch? Because I refuse to pull up my Switch on public transportation. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, we live in Chicago, man. Come on now. That's fair. Okay. Man, speaking of nickel and diming, though. All right. Someone said, listen to Grandpa Me. He is 65 years old. I'm so glad he's still with us. <laughs> so, I have to... uh. I, I have to say something, and yes, this is going to be Mr. Gamer getting on his soapbox. I do not understand the reason behind some DLC. When I think of DLC, I think of content after the fact. You have already given me a full product, which I realize to some people is, subject, is subjective, but you have given me a full product and you are giving me more. Um, here is the best example that I could possibly think of. It was actually the best experience I had ever with dlc borderlands 2 oh lord borderlands 2 i've played so much favorite character creed the psycho but that game was already a full game was it repetitive of course that's the whole point and then you had four dlcs and then you had headhunter packs now if you had gotten the borderlands 2 season pass and i realized that season pass means something different in this day and age versus what it meant back then you got all of that for the flat rate of i believe 20 bucks and you could pay like 6.99 individually for it at the time and then there were the headhunter packs which were an additional three to four bucks but that was still new levels new weapons it was reskinned bosses, but still, that was DLC. It was content after the fact. And then you got Bandai Namco in this crap, where a character that has been in, if I'm not mistaken, every Soul Calibur before it, mm -hmm. is now being cut out and given to you for an additional fee? What? I, I have to realize my audience, but what? So, uh, I get it if it was a new character, especially when it comes to fighting games, because that would be the new content, so to speak. I guess. Unless, of course, they did it like uh, Capcom did that one time and had them all locked on the disc, but you have to pay to unlock the disc, essentially. You remember that debacle. Yes, but... But but I, I I fail to understand the reasoning between we have given you it now I understand that we we had just talked about how we were giving you this particular thing for free and now we're going to charge you for it. So what you're telling me is that what seems to be the direction that Bandai Namco wants to go with is things that we had previously given you for free, now you pay for, but the base price is still the same. See, that's not changing. And the fact that a character, which was already in the game before, is going to be given to you at an additional cost. And, not to, and, and mind you, and I realize that our friends over at Rushdown Radio have a different take on this, mm -hmm. but... Why does a fighting game need to have a season pass? I realize the argument, and as it was um as it was explained to me, that I like I would like to have a season pass because I know that with that season pass, I will always have whatever character that will be coming out. 
And depending on how the game works, some ca characters are going to be in a tier list and some characters are going to be high tier than, you know, low tier or mid tier or god tier or what have it's you. It's like Street Fighter Five and all the DLC characters they've been coming out with. Though I don't think people, you've been having to buy them. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not in a fighting game community like that. I just watched my husband play. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not really understanding this. And it, this is just so greedy. It, it's just so greedy. And it sets a terrible precedent if this works. Which, unfortunately, I don't really have a whole lot of faith that it won't. I feel like it's just going to be, oh, great. So we took away one character, Soul Calibur 7. Let's take away three, Soul Calibur 8. Let's take away... Let's take away four. Soul Calibur 12. You have two characters. And then after that, we're going to split them all into li little individual packs. You can choose exactly what characters. But for those who may not have the luxury of buying it, you only get stuck with, boom, the base two characters. That's a little out there, in my opinion. Well, okay. Let's also go with this. Another wonderful feature that's going to be included in Soul Calibur 6 is a character creator. I can definitely see the unfortunate the, the the unfortunate future where oh hey do you want to look like Kratos do you want to look like Ivy if do you want to look like any of these particular characters oh that's great that item piece that you want is behind this DLC Yeah because why not be because why not this is this is terrible. This is stupid. I am 100% not for this at all. Had this been a completely different character, I would not be as upset. If it was the new Kratos and Atreus, yes, fine, let me have it. But no, it's a character that you had given us before and you're cutting it out and you're charging us more for it and you're not making the game less expensive. I'm I'm really happy about the fact that we all just have money blowing out of our back pockets so that we can constantly throw for this kind of crap. Oh man, I wish. This is Oh, this is I hope this game does terribly and that band and that Namkai band Bandai Namco realize, ooh, maybe we shouldn't be like EA. Let's not do that. I guess Let they're hoping because it's the fighting game community that they aren't paying attention as much, but oh, we no, will no, no, see. no, no, no. Open, 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 open up your eyes. Get fired. Okay, what? You can't fire me. Get out. I like that movie. But, <laughs> but anyway, I am, I'm not for this. I don't know if this has just happened. This is just how they want to do things, but it's time to stop. I'm, I'm, I'm holding up an imaginary clock right now. It's time to stop. Okay. Games are already expensive enough as it is, and obviously it doesn't seem as if... It's like we made loot boxes go away, but it doesn't seem as if DLC and season passes are going to go away. But please don't treat us like we're idiots. Please. Oh, man. I Let me know what you think in the comments. Wherever it is that you are listening to this, whether it be in your car or whatever, hit me up on Twitter. Please don't text and drive. Please don't text and drive. You can listen and drive. Thank you. Uh, but yes, please don't text and drive. Um, I also have a Kofi and buy me a coffee. Um, it was, <laughs> I, I was really nervous about figuring out um, how to 
how to do something like that. And it is, um, I'm not going to lie. It's a very scary, uh, scary experience. So if you like me, if you like what I do, um, if you want to support me, um, I will definitely leave links to both of those on my site. Um, and I think with that being said, this is Mr. Gamer. And this is Kitty Duvall. Signing off.